Oh, I've got a big, bold, hot takes-like prediction for you today. I really do. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're in two. Hockey and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this. Let's see. How do I word this? Oh, yeah. They're for real. And they're going to continue getting better. There you go. That's it. You want a record? I'm not Nostradamus. You want to finish within the division? I don't have that for you either. Want to predict playoff greatness, Super Bowl, go nuts. Have at that. Go talk to the gambling guys. They love that sort of thing. Here's what I've got for you. This team is feeling very good about itself, more so than any team I've covered in several years in this environment. These Steelers know that they're good. They also know that they're just getting started for the most part, particularly on offense, at getting good. That's the message that was sent loud and clear to me yesterday after practice on Labor Day over on the south side. I went around the room and all I brought up with anyone was the intangible element of confidence. And all I got back was We're working for it. We're earning it. We're executing plays. We're doing things more simply, more easily, more routinely than we did last year. Everything is now coming easier, and yet at the same time, we're applying that much more work into it to make sure that we can repeat it regularly. That's the foundation. That's that's everything. And where did that come from? Here's a little bit of my conversation with Marcus Golden on this subject. He's the edge rushing depth behind TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. I say it starts here with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the organization. And it, when you come here, man, you have no choice but to get on board. Like, it's been like that since I first got here. From Mike T leading the way, guys like TJ and Alex and uh, just all the guys, man. All the guys that's been here on the regular. And these guys, man, you can tell that it's, it's real. A lot of they believe here. It's kind of funny. I mean, the, the team's coming off not making the playoffs, as you know. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, they finished 7-2, and two, and then you guys just had the preseason that you had. Yeah. Do you feel like there's a confidence in here. Yes. We can do anything. Yes, I do. I do. And I, and I, like I said, it's really just being honest, man. This It's the Pittsburgh Steelers, man. I wish I could say, oh, man, I this and that, but that's just the simple truth, man. That's the energy. I bet you know that, too, from being I'm here. familiar with But yes, I can feel it. If you ask me personally, yes, I can feel it because of that, and then I can feel it because how we work every day, man. Usually when you're confident, you believe in something, you work like it. You, you dedicate. You, yes. You put all the way in. Yes, and that's how everybody is here. Everybody working from offense to defense to special teams. Everybody grinding, everybody working, and everybody got something to prove, man, and they want to prove that we got a great team. See, there was a lot of that. There was a lot of praise for being the Steelers, and I heard that from the newcomers, and I've been hearing it from the newcomers, including the veteran newcomers like 
Patrick Peterson and so forth, who come in from the outside, who said, you know, this is just about being the Steelers. This is how the Steelers are. This is who the Steelers are. Desmond King, the new slot corner, said a lot of the same things yesterday. That's great. Okay. But that in and of itself doesn't get you anywhere. Not to be that guy. Because this team hasn't won a playoff game since six field goals in Kansas City forever ago. And this team's going to need more than just the logo on the one side of the helmet to get there again. Where credit is due, I believe, right now, and this is modest credit. This is credit in context. I'm not going overboard here because they've yet to play a game that means anything. Is with Mike Tomlin because he's the one that establishes this identity. That's something that Keanu Neal told me. If you're going to start this conversation, you got to start it with Mike T. He's the one that lets us know who we are, what we're trying to be, and why we're going about things the way they are. To this very, very natal or prenatal stage, it has taken root. We have seen that not so much with the fact that they went 3-0 and in preseason. That stuff doesn't matter. We've seen it with the execution. We've seen the execution of plays on a day-to-day basis through training camp, through practices now, and, of course, through the first team reps of those three preseason games. We've seen a constant buildup, starting with the 7-2 and two finish last year, continuing on through this summer, and now it's got to roll into Sunday against the 49ers. And, boy, is this going to be unpopular. But whether the Steelers win or lose that game, and I know you don't want to s- seek out consolation prizes in advance, but whether the Steelers win or lose that game, what I'm infinitely more interested in this coming weekend is if they can continue to find affirmation of what they're doing through their execution. In other words, they could just flat out get beat. They could have a very good game and get beat, and I can live with that. I can see that as another positive step moving forward. Because this team is doing things in a way that they feel so good about that specific play that they just come back to the huddle and do another one. And that's applying now to the offense, the defense, and my goodness, even the special teams. Are you kidding me? The return game? I know this isn't how most people view these things. Everyone's focused on, did they win? Did they lose? Well, you and I witnessed a team start out 11-0 and not all that long ago, and not one of us, myself included, thought it was real. This is what the opposite looks like. This team looks, feels, and as you heard there from Golden, sounds real. When we come back, J1Q. This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. To 
Today's J1Q comes from Julie, who says, DK, two years ago, we beat the Mighty Bills in Game 1. Last year, we beat the Mighty Bengals in Game 1. This season, we are going to beat the Mighty 49ers in Game 1. Why is it that Mike Tomlin's teams seem to be locked in on Day 1 and the other teams just aren't as ready to play? Julie... There actually is a pattern, and I'm not usually that big on identifying patterns that stretch back more than a year. But if you go back to that game in Buffalo that you're describing, and the Bills just looked overwhelmed at times, especially in the first half, you'll recall, uh, Josh Allen had no answers for the Steelers' pass rush. They threw off everything that Buffalo wanted to do, and it wasn't until the second half, you'll recall, that Allen just decided, I'm going to do nothing other than find Stefan Diggs on every single pass, and that worked for them, but not enough to pull out the W. The following year, as you note, Steelers go into Cincinnati, and the Bengals had just had a training camp, for which, by the way, They were robustly criticized after this outcome, in which they really didn't tackle. They didn't get all that physical. They were just afraid to have people hurt. Whereas the Steelers come out in the first half. Do you remember that defensive performance? Do you remember what T.J. Watt and Cam Hayward and Minka Fitzpatrick did to that Cincinnati offense in that first half? It was Utter annihilation, including of the great Joe Burrow and his many great wide receivers. They had no answer other than to try to survive and get to the locker room alive by the intermission. That was, to me, the same thing that had happened in Buffalo, which was that the Steelers were way more camp tested. They had a more physical, more demanding camp. And while that might sound hokey to some people, like, what do you mean? There's 32 NFL teams. They're all doing the same thing. No, they're not. They're not. Listen to something that Mason Cole told me yesterday about what it's like practicing for the Steelers. Mason Cole, how high is this team's confidence level, and, and why would it be where it is? Uh, our confidence level is high. Um, I really think it's because of training camp. We such a competitive training camp here. It's just um, kind of iron sharper and iron type thing. It's just, what you were saying, wasn't it in Atlanta? It was, yeah, yeah. No, Buffalo. It was after the Buffalo Buffalo, game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were. Um, this was, you didn't say it was easier, but. No, no, but it's just, uh, when you practice against our defense and the way we practice here in Pittsburgh, um, the intensity, um, the speed of it, it's just, you get in the game and it feels, it feels almost slower at times. Um, like I said, I said this before, as a credit to Coach Tomlin and um, just the culture here, and I think that's built confidence for everybody. If you didn't pick up on what I was mentioning to him, It was that Cole had said after the game against the Bills, not the one that you're citing, Julie, but the preseason one just now, that he said that it felt like it was slower than practice action. Because when he's facing the Bills, he doesn't have to face 
Cam Hayward and TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick. He's just facing whoever the Bills are. That's That's got to be part of this, and we'll see if it plays out Sunday as well. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. Going to do another one of these tomorrow. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.